All right. Did you guys know that when you go to Barnes and Noble, you know, normally there's a, like a little cafe and it's usually Starbucks. Those are not real. <laughs> Am I right? It's not a real Starbucks. True it's story. An, it's an imposter. Yeah. We found this out a few years back. I had a gift card to Starbucks and we went in to get a book and to get a drink. And when I went to pay, it was with the gift card, right? That's why. That's no, why I think we-, we wanted to use my Starbucks rewards. Oh, or you wanted to pay with your I wanted to pay. Or, oh, it was, it was yeah, it I was, wanted to pay with my Starbucks app. Yeah. yeah, something like that. And we go and we order drinks and I try to pay for it and the lady looks at me and she says, "Well, you can't use that here." And I'm like, well, "What do you mean?" And I looked at the app and it said Starbucks. <laughs> She's like, "Well, because this is a real Starbucks." <laughs> and I swear like I looked up <laughs> to the sign and I'm like it says Starbucks <laughs> she's like but I know it's a Starbucks but it's not but really it's not a really a Starbucks it's not a real Starbucks so every and, yeah yeah she and then she explained something that I didn't understand and so every time <laughs> we go to Barnes and Noble and we go to uh to Starbucks to get a cookie or a drink or whatever we're always like, do you want to go to the fake Starbucks? And then yeah. anytime we walk by and we don't get a drink and we see people sitting there and drinking their coffee or eating their cookie or whatever, we're always, we always say to each other, we look at them, we're like, it's not a real Starbucks. Get out. <laughs> it's all a lie. <laughs> and also whenever we, we walk by a Starbucks that's inside another store, we're like, is is yeah. this a real is Starbucks a, yeah. or is this a fake Starbucks? We, we always, when we're in line to buy something, yeah, we're always like joking, like we're gonna go up and say, "Is this a real Starbucks <laughs> or is this another one of your lies?" Because there are there are people there are imposters out there, yeah. yeah. Or like people are, when we're <laughs> we're at Barnes and Noble and they're drinking their drink, and we're like, "It's not real. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> That's not a frappuccino. It's not a real Starbucks." Um, I think the point is that they serve Starbucks. Like, products, but they're not an actual Starbucks. It's technically the Barnes & Noble Cafe, but they serve Starbucks products. But But it's not. And they make Starbucks products from scratch. And they wear the Starbucks apron. Do they wear the Starbucks apron? I don't think they do. I think they just wear a green one. Really? Yeah. I don't think it has the logo. I don't think it has the logo. Oh, Um, that would make sense. Yeah. But I think says, they just serve Starbucks says, products. Yeah, Starbucks. Okay. I, I can I think see it, that then. I th- yeah, I think it's the sign that says okay. we serve Starbucks here. Okay. So kind of like at Target, they sell Pizza Hut. Right. But it's not so a Pizza Hut. It must not be a real Pizza Hut. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, but we just thought that was funny because it's like, yeah. it, obviously we get it. They serve Starbucks drinks, but it was just funny because it's not really a Starbucks. So next time you guys go to Barnes & Noble, if you go to the Starbucks there, Ask them, is this a real Starbucks? <laughs> they to have to say no, because it's not a, it's yeah. not a Starbucks. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the Spotlight Book Club. A podcast where two sisters talk about a book they're reading. This is Karina Margosa. And this is Mayra Segura. And in this episode, we are going to talk about our very first book, the Thursday Murder Club. We're going to talk about week 
one's reading. And what's weeks one reading? Chapters one through 23. Yep. Pages one through 85. So I'll, I'll do a quick summary. Uh, we start off by... I don't know if it's going to be a quick summary, but... Well... I feel like there was a lot. There Especially was, because but... it's the beginning of the book and they're throwing in all the... Yeah, you know, the but I meant like just studying. a general summary because yeah. we'll go into the details of, of right. what we've read. Okay. Um, but just for now, just like a quick, uh, you know, summary. So we start off with with meeting Joyce. Um, actually, the first chapter is her journal entry. So this book flips from Joyce journal entries to a third person. Yeah, and so that's what took me a while. Not a while, but like the chapters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not that slow. I'm saying Um but the first chapter, I'm like, okay, this is from Joyce's point of view. So we have a first-person point mm-hmm. of view from Joyce. And then chapter two, it was like a narrator, and it mentioned Joyce and not I. So I'm like, oh, okay, maybe it just started with the journal entry. And now we're going into this third-person. Now I teach ELA, so I'll get very specific. A third-person omniscient. Ooh. Meaning, fancy word. The narrator what does that mean? knows everybody's thoughts and feelings, oh, okay, yeah. and no, yeah, I knew. Yeah, <laughs> so it goes, it goes into that, but then it goes back into Joyce. So then I'm like, oh, okay, you know, yeah. I get the setup now. So it's there's two different points of view. It seems like most of the story is going to be told in this third person, omniscient point of view, an outside narrator. Yes, who can tell us what they're thinking and. And we see that very clearly, what you know, obviously what they're saying and all that. And then it'll also jump into a first-person point of view, which is from Joyce's diary entry or journal entry. Yes. And that's how the story starts. Correct. So we're in her journal entry right now. And Joyce is writing about how she first came to hear about the Thursday Murder Club and meeting the members of the Thursday Murder Club. Um, so she writes that... Elizabeth, another um, resident of Cooper's Chase, which we'll get to explain what Cooper's Chase is, um, goes up to her and asks her about her opinion about some stab wounds. Um, of a, She has a picture of a victim with stab wounds. And so she goes up to Joyce to see what her thoughts are on that, um, you know, how deep the stab wounds are and et cetera. And how fast can a person die? Yeah. Like very right. specific questions. Right. Yeah. Um, which then they actually have a question about the weight of the person. So they ask Ibrahim, I believe, is who they ask. Ibrahim, Ibrahim. I've been saying Ibrahim. I say Ibrahim. Um, anyways, they ask him, and he's also a member of the Thursday Murder Club. Elizabeth is a member of the, of the Thursday Murder Club. And that's how, basically, that's how she ends up meeting the Thursday Murder Club and becoming a part of the Thursday Murder Club. Yeah, so they, Elizabeth had gone up to Joyce... Because Joyce was a nurse. Yes. So she's like, I want to ask you because, you know, you might know some of this. And so she gives right. her her insight and all that. And then at, towards the end of their little meet, um, Joyce says, well, can I see the picture? And Elizabeth is like, yes. Thank you she for wanted, asking. She wanted her to yeah. be a part of it. Yeah. And she's like, what do you, what do, you do on Thursdays? And that's the very last line of the and book which, says. Yeah. Joyce replies, and that, believe it or not, it was the first time I heard about of Thursdays. Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. Thursdays. 
So we continue on from, from her general entry to now the third person narrator. And uh, we meet PC DeFreitas, who is a cop. Uh, PC stands for police constable. Constable, yes. Um, we're in the UK, so yeah, there's so going to be some words I'll... that we've had to look up, but we'll get to, to some of that later. Yeah. But uh, PC DeFreitas, she's, basic, she's a police officer, and she's there at Cooper's Chase to... And Cooper's Chase is the name of the village. Where, the retirement village. Yeah, you know, the retirement village. Which I had where to get it live. out of my head that it's not a nursing home. It's no. a retirement village. Yeah. Um, and she's there to talk to the residents about security. She, you know, is talking about how how they shouldn't uh, open the door for strangers or make sh- making sure that they're checking the ID so Asking that, for IDs, you know, things yeah. like that. Um, at the end of that, well, but actually then the residents start asking other questions and, and PC DeFreitas ends up just talking to the residents about whatever questions they had and was not. So she enjoyed it because it was something new for her. Um, it's a small, it's a small town there. It's what it seems like. So, yeah. you know, and it I, takes her away from that boredom really, of like, small towns, I guess. I really picture that. Not that I, small towns are bored, boring, but. <laughs> I like that, um, that chapter because it, I picture all the, the people like just bickering, like, yeah, I don't even like, they could show me their library card and I would think it's an ID. Like, we don't want to hear about this. Yeah. We don't want to be here about lock your windows. Right. She's like, okay, well, what do you want to hear about? And they just start talking to her and yep. just having, you know, a she's conversation know with everyone. her. Yeah. And she looks around and she's like, you know, I wouldn't mind living in this place. Like everyone seems so like calm and enjoying themselves basically. Yep. So then at the end of that chapter, uh, you know, the reader ends up uh, realizing that it, it actually was Joyce who set up for her to come and do this talk for the residents under a false pretense that, you know, they wanted to learn about security. But really, it was just so that the Thursday Murder Club can kind of have an in, you know, in the police department, yeah. have someone that they can kind of uh, bounce ideas off and have their... Kind of get more intel. Uh, yeah, intel on the on the cases they were working on. And I did not catch that. She, Karina was like, so Joyce was the one that organized this. And I'm like, no, I don't think so. I don't think they said that. So we actually went back and, yeah, uh, yeah. there's like a little hint there that kind of alludes to Joyce being the one who organized all that. Correct. So basically, like we had said, Cooper's Chase, it's basically like this, I picture it, it's huge. Like there's a lot of different Buildings, different buildings where all the residents live they have their pools and their restaurants and we said it's like it's like sun city here in arizona <laughs> you know? but like upscale yeah fancy yeah so uh we continue with uh well actually in the chapter where they talk about cooper's chase is where we where we first introduced we're first introduced to ian ventum 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 yeah um, he's the developer of Cooper's Chase, so he's the one that that created the village, yep. um, owns the property, and um, he's contemplating about firing his lead construction manager. I guess you can call him. Yeah. So what's coming up is they he's about to have this meeting at the I was gonna say at the country club at Cooper's Chase. Right with the residents. Yes, mm-hmm. to basically consult about the new development. Because he wants to expand. Yeah, yeah. Basically tell him, you know, we're going to have to cut down some trees and we're going to be doing this. And it's and actually on top of a, 
because Cooper's Chase was built on top of, or not on top of, but... Like a Catholic... It was a Catholic property. Yes. It was There was a church uh, where nuns lived. Yep. And so in the area where he wants to expand, there's a cemetery. a cemetery. Yep. Yeah. So then he basically has to say, you know, we're going to have to move, remove these trees and we're going to have to dig up the cemetery yep. and move those remains somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's more of like... It's not really asking for their permission. It's more like <laughs> just letting you know, just so they can kind he of wants feel to like they're cover his butt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So like basically like, I'm consulting with you, but not really. But like not really. It's already made. He's up. gonna like, do it. Yeah, yeah. So for this new project, he wants to fire uh, Tony, um, his construction manager, because uh, Tony Curran. Yeah, because he's he owns twenty five percent of the property, and he kind of just wants to start pushing him away from his property so that he can keep most of the money and so that he doesn't have to pay him as much. So he decides to go with another with another man that he knows that's Bogdan. cheaper, Bogdan, yeah, Bogdan, to do his to be the head of the construction for the for the expansion. And you can tell like how like cheap um, yes, you, Ian is cuz yes. he owes Bogdan money. But then he's like I owe you 4000 pounds. But then they kind of go back and forth and he's like, "Well, I'll give you 2,800 pounds. And he's like, that's kind of close to three. Yeah. Which is close to four. <laughs> like, so, and Bogdan's like, all right. He so takes he's it. like, all right, I want him to, you know, kind of take over what Tony is doing. So, and he tells Bogdan, hey, I'm going to fire Tony and you're going to take over. And Bogdan's like, oh, okay. And then Bogdan's like, you know, Tony's going to kill you, right? And he's like, Yes, which is why I'm going to do this in a public place yeah, after the, the meeting with the residents. I'm going to fire him right after and we'll be out in public and, you know, I'll be safe. Yeah. So we continue from there to the meeting with the residents took place already. Um, there was a priest there um, because the priest is his interest in it is that he doesn't dig up the cemetery. So there yeah. was a priest there. Father Matthew Mackey. Yep. And Joyce and Ron, which is uh, Ron Ritchie, he's part of the Thursday Murder Club. Yeah, did we already mention everyone that's part of the Thursday Murder Club? No, we haven't. So the Mur- Thursday Murder Club is Elizabeth, Ibrahim, Ron Ritchie, and and Joyce. Joyce. Yeah. Um, and there so we was kinda, we so another uh, member called Penny who is no longer part of the Thursday Murder Club because she's actually living in the nursing home section yeah. of Cooper's Chase now. So, And so we know Joyce, just really quick so we don't forget, Joyce used to be a nurse. Abraham or Abraham was a psychiatrist. Re- yeah, she, he's a retired psychiatrist now. And then Ron Ritchie was a very well-known... I They said it, but <laughs> they keep... I thought he was like... I a, imagined him like a TV personality. Like someone that like a, has like a talk show. I don't remember if it was like a radio talk show he had or, or just like a, a TV show he had. And uh, but he's like a, he like had, an influencer. Well, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Like, like the modern day would words be would be like, like an, an influencer. influencer. Yeah, because he yeah. was very much involved in a lot of things. And uh, Elizabeth... Um, actually, they don't mention what she did. They... No, but they kind of hint like they hinted it's something that's something related to the maybe not the police. Well, who got the files? Was it Penny? 
Well, we'll get there. We'll talk yeah. more about... Okay. We'll yeah, talk yeah. about more details later. But just to continue on with this okay, summary. So the consultation is over. <clears throat> and Ian is in the parking lot and is talking to Tony, basically firing him. Meanwhile, inside, Joyce is talking to Ron Ritchie and his son, Jason Ritchie, right? Who's a famous boxer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're just kind of, you know, talking. And then one of them points out and says, hey, take a look at that. That's uh, Tony and Ian. It looks like they're fighting or something or they're having an argument. And so they they basically, they notice that something was up. Yeah. Then uh, Ron invites his son to stay and play a game of something. Yeah. And he says, no, I have an errand to run, but. So he leaves. I'll catch you later. And he, he And then leaves. we cut to Tony. Uh, we're at Tony's place now at his house. And he's kind of fuming because he just yeah. got fired. And he was like, I'm going to kill that yeah. guy. He's like, I want to punch gonna... him there. But I couldn't because there were a lot of people. And yeah, he so and this is all him thinking this. But he's like, so I, that's it. He, ma- he made his decision. I'm going to kill um, Ian. Ian. Yeah. And as soon as he like kind of made it final and his thought like yep i'm gonna kill him he he sees a shadow or he sees he hears like a noise but he 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 senses a presence yeah and he almost says like it's i sensed it a little too late yep and he catches a glimpse of it's just someone um and he just sees an sees a, A a spanner go to his head and he gets hit in the temple and he get he dies. He's out. Yeah. He gets killed. So someone killed him. And he, he notices a split second. And then in that split second, he's like, well, you can win them all. We can win them all. He's he like, kind of accepts his, yep, yeah. it, it was bound to happen sooner yeah. rather than, you know, sooner and or later. the narrator in this part says that the killer places a photo like yeah. on his counter. On the counter. So. And that's, we, we have the murder. Yeah. So the next day, you know, they all. They all find out. Everyone finds out that. Yeah. Every, um, everyone at Cooper's Chase. It was the hot gossip. Yes. For Cooper's Chase. So it says, Elizabeth heard it from Ron, who heard it from Jason, who heard it. It says, who had heard it from a source yet to be documented. And so basically Elizabeth is going around and she tells Ibrahim and Ron, hey, I need you guys to help me with this. She doesn't explain what. And they're like, of course, you know, we'll do it. And she's basically saying, we're taking on this We're case. taking on a case. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it, so uh, this is kind of why it's a little hard to follow everything, because it jumps from, from, jumps from, different... the, from every different character. Yeah. So but we get to, to the police uh, department where they're investigating right. uh, the murders and this is this is for the this is with uh, DC Defreitas or PC Defreitas yes. point of view. Um, she walks in with T for like the main investigation yeah. team, um, and she's trying to stay there as long as she can <laughs> to hear what the they're part. talking like, it was about. So like I could totally yes. picture this like so funny. Like she walks in and she's like, "I'm gonna walk as slow as, as I can." She's taking her so sweet time to everything. leave the tea. I'm gonna place it down. She and goes to I'm tie her tie shoe, which and like, has no shoelaces. Yeah, so they're like, um, <laughs> do you need something? Like, basically, leave us alone. Like, you need to leave. And she's like, oh, sorry, I'm just tying my shoe. And then she's like, that was so dumb. 
This is an investigator, a detective, and my shoes. Surely no he noticed shoelaces. that yeah. I haven't. Yeah. And but then she did states, but I'm sure I'm sure he's okay with uh, a young cop having the enthusiasm to right. to be part of the investigation. Yeah. Which it, uh, which also to this is where we get introduced to Chris uh, Hudson. We get introduced to Chris yeah, so Hudson. DCI Chris DCI Hudson. Chris Hudson. Detective yeah. Chief Inspector Chris Hudson. So he's the lead on the investigation yes. team for the murder. Yes. So now we go to to Joyce again, and she's going into town, and Elizabeth actually joins her this time. Yeah. So it's uh, customary for Joyce to take the bus into uh, what is it? Fairhaven is that the name of the town? Fairhaven. Yeah. And so this time she notices Elizabeth gets gets on, on the, bus. the bus, which she usually doesn't do. Yeah. And so both they both go into town to Fairhaven. And Elizabeth's like, I need your help on something. And because Joyce is there ready to help whenever they need her, they they go off to to the police station. And Elizabeth uh, wants to wants a cop to take her statement because someone stole her bag, which she made up. Yeah, no she, one stole her bag. It was just the yeah. I'm about to do just play along. Just play along. Mm-hmm. And then Defreitas yeah comes out, which is exactly it was all planned. And mm-hmm. she, Defridis, is like, oh, I know you too. Like, she, they, what's she going recognizes on? them. Yeah. And so they go into the into the room to take the statement, and then that's where Elizabeth is like, yeah, no one, no one stole my bag. Um, I just want, I I need your help with the investigation, and she kind of reads her like really well. Like uh, she tells her, like you came here because of this and that. And you probably yeah. It, she's like, you came but... to Fairview. Uh, you're from a big city. Yo, that's yeah. She says you're a big, you know, you're a big city girl. You came to a small town probably because you had a bad breakup. Uh, you wanted to get get away from all that, but now you're bored because yeah, so you really want to be in so the she, action. She just goes so like, she completely this reads whole thing, her. Yeah, and Defridis is like, okay, so, and she's like, okay, so my question is, do you want to be part? Of this investigation. And Defria says, I can't. And she's like, no, do you want to be a part of this investigation? Basically saying, I will make it happen. Right. And she's like, yes, like I do. And they don't even ask her, like, how are you going to do it? She just says, you just, it'll happen in a, in a few minutes, yeah. basically. She's like, yeah, within the hour, yeah. you'll be in the team. Yeah. And so what's happening on the other, while they're yes. doing this. <laughs> something else is going <laughs> on over at Cooper's Chase. And so basically, the detective, when he saw the picture, he recognizes one of the guys as a character we haven't been introduced to yet. I, I forgot his name. And then the other guy that is in the picture is Jason Ritchie, Ron's son. Yes. And so he's like, okay... I don't know where this other guy is. We'll find him. Jason Ritchie, we know him. We know where he's at, basically, because he lives, you know, around. While he's thinking all this, he gets a phone call that says, there's somebody that wants to talk to you, but they want to talk to you in person about the case. Yeah. And he's like, okay. So they're at Cooper's Chase. So he goes to Cooper's Chase. He knocks on the door. Ibrahim opens the door and says, oh, good. We were expecting you. Come on in. And he basically, you know, they chit chat and he says, my friend Ron here 
Ron Ritchie wants to tell you about what he saw. However, he's kind of like afraid of the police. Like he doesn't want to get in trouble. And Ron is being super smart and acting like the suspicious old man. You know, the ones like, I don't know. I don't know you. So he's kind of acting like. Because he's very like. Because picture him very confident and. Yeah. All of all of the Thursday Murder Club. They're, you know, they're on top of it. They know exactly what they're doing. But Ron is acting like like he's scared. He he wants to speak to someone that that he knows. And so he was like, oh, there was this nice young lady that came in the other day to talk to us about security. Oh, defray us. And then that's where yeah, he's like, well, Chris she's is not like, officially part of the investigation team. Yeah. Uh, but then he's like, but it's a terrific idea. I would love her to be on my team. And yes, we can get her down, basically, because he wants information and he's connected to Jason Ritchie. I mean, it's his dad. So he's like, that's he, he wants in. him to. Yeah. That's to feel comfortable to ask about Jason. And so that is how the Thursday Murder Club gets Defreitas into yes. the investigation. And back in the police department where Elizabeth Joyce and Defreitas are talking, they, they come to an agreement that if the Thursday Murder Club has questions, Defreitas is going to mm-hmm. answer them because they did this for her. So, so after this, uh, then Elizabeth is like, uh, let, oh, is it the same day where they go visit Joyce's daughter? I think it's a different day. It's a different day. So they go back into, uh, a ne- you know, another day, the next day, I think. They go back to to town to visit Joyce's daughter. And again, this and is... Joyce doesn't know about this. She just says, come along. We're going on a trip. Yes. To London. So again, like uh, like we say in Spanish, at a plan con maña. Um, it, basically, it was a... It was a Elizabeth's plan yeah. to have Joyce's daughter look over some financial records. Of Ian's. Of Ian's. To see if there was anything fishy going on. And how did Elizabeth get these records? She has connections. Yeah. She's, basically anywhere. She just said, so, someone owed me a favor. Someone owed me a favor. She called it in. She has the records. They go over to meet Joyce's daughter, uh, which is the first time Elizabeth meets her. And Joyce is kind of like apprehensive because she was like, yeah, we're not the closest. Yeah, right. Um, but Joyce, uh, Joyce's daughter, what's her name? Uh, Joanna, I think Joanna. it is. Yep. Uh, Joyce's daughter, Joanna, she plays the, the, the dutiful daughter, right? Yeah, she, like she's, she's very lovely. She's lovely. She gives her mom her hug, yeah. which Joyce feels really nice because they don't really hug. And, yeah. And then she's like, mom, like a murder. And she's like, yeah. And Joyce is kind of like, she's thinking inside her head, like she's impressed. Yeah. Um, and I, I love, okay, well, actually, we'll get to it later. Yeah. But just to finish up the summary, um, Joanna brings in a friend who looks over yeah. the financial records and they basically say, there's nothing really fishy yeah, here. Yeah, he, he actually says, I have it here. It says, ben, Bentham's companies were in very good shape. He knew what he was doing. Uh, Cornelius is the guy who looked over yeah. his files. Uh, so Cornelius had found out two very interesting things, which we'll be telling the police. Yes. Um, they don't tell us what these interesting things are, but it was basically um, Joyce kind of looks back and she's like, did she really need my daughter to look over these files? Like, I know my daughter, she's very honest and she'll, she'll tell me the truth. Yes. She'll tell us the truth. But I think Elizabeth did it so that I could have, a, have some time with my daughter. Yeah. 
because then... And because she wanted to meet Joyce's yeah, daughter. and because uh, Joanna then later says, oh, hey, Mom, I'm going to come visit you, and we'll have some yeah. gossip. And and Joyce leaves there, like, with such, like, pride. Like, oh, this is such a good It day. was such a good moment for her. Yeah. For and, sure. And it, and both so, because she had a friend that would go... That would do, do that, that for her. For her yeah. And because her daughter, you know, was accepting of her new hobby. Yes. <laughs> and, and was kind of, like... like like uh, proud that her mom is is like a cool mom that yeah. she's in a murder club. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that basically ends the chapters, right? Yeah. Yep. So that's not a quick summary. Um, not but a quick summary. We and I know like of... this has been a weird week, and we're actually recording a couple days ahead of schedule because I'll be gone on yes. the trip, and so we've been very busy. So I know for sure next week's reading i'm gonna have to take notes as i read more notes as i read because there's so much information like yeah well we're getting introduced to to every all the characters yeah yeah so now let's get into the details you know yes for well i guess first we want to touch on this is a this is a, a uk like the author is british so and this is set in the uk so there was a few words that i, I had know. to look up yeah same and I think it was like maybe people know it, but maybe growing up like Hispanic, yeah, like there's we, a, there's even like some like English, I mean there's some English like, words like, that yeah, I like yeah English sayings right that we don't understand because we grew up with Spanish we we grew up with Spanish sayings you know? so exactly like, um yeah little things like that so now you know we're expanding to we're talking about greater British audience and yeah. all that so there were some words and so this is what I always tell my students too is. When you don't know a word, circle it or stop and look it up. And I tell them, I do it all the time. And that's how you expand your vocabulary. That's how you learn new words. You could use context clues to try to figure out what it is, but you won't know for sure. Yeah. That's it. And so we have a good example of that. The murder. We'll start with that one. Yes. So As, I had to look up. So it says uh, he was hit with a spanner. With a spanner. So I, I was I was like, okay, he gets hit by a spanner and I'm imagining right what's going on in my head. Yeah. So because I didn't know what a spanner was, my mind automatically replaced it with a candlestick. <laughs> <laughs> so here I am imagining yeah. that some guy is hitting or or girl, we don't know who the killer is yet, um, hit this guy with a candlestick with like a really long, long heavy bulky, one. Yeah. And so in my mind I was like <gasps> I was like, it was Tony with a candlestick in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Like like the clue. It was, yeah. That's exactly um, what I thought. Well, obviously, I don't know. I don't know if it's yeah. Tony, but yeah. that's kind of what I thought. And right after that, I looked up what a spanner was. Yeah, and, and so it's I, a I don't even want to share what I thought it was. Well, no, just share <laughs> it. It's stupid. <laughs> it obviously I I knew this wasn't it, but the first image I got when I heard spanner, I thought it has to be something wooden, <laughs> and maybe it's because they had mentioned trees. Where Tony was looking for his gun, and is it by this tree? Or maybe it's by that tree. And so wood was in my mind. Okay. And so they said spanner, and then that reminded me of spinning. So I'm like, something wooden that spins. I'm like, it's a rolling pin. <laughs> you know, I'm like, to yeah. flatten the tortillas. Or, <laughs> or, the, the baking one. Or the, the baking. Yes, the to, one you used to, to bake. Um, yeah, roll out the dough. Yes. <laughs> um. Obviously, right away, I was like, that's not it. Let me yeah. look it up. So a spanner is a... A wrench. A wrench. Yeah. So there you go. Thought, um, another one that I had to... And the rolling pin were a lot more interesting. It was, right? Like, 
But now that's kind of like a clue, right? Like, okay, who has it? Like a wrench. A wrench. It has yeah. to be some kind of like, you know, working person that uses that. Anyways, maybe another one I had to look up was stone. So in the beginning, when Elizabeth or when Joyce is asking the weight of the victim of that picture that Elizabeth shows her with the stab wounds. Oh yeah, that they, um, they say that it's a it's a word that for measurements. So in the UK, they use stone as a as a measurement of weight, like a point of reference. Yeah. Okay. So I looked it up. And it's actually one stone is equivalent to about 14 pounds. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that I had to look that up because I was like, what? Like, why are they talking about stones? But it's, it's how they, how they see weight. Um, so another term I had to look up was, I think, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Muesli. And it said after my morning muesli, I went mm. to the bus or whatever. And I knew it had, I'm like, okay, it's some kind of breakfast thing. Yeah. It's like a breakfast cereal, like with granola. Oh, okay. That kind of stuff. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I think my mind just didn't register. I was like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> but that Keep was going. an easy one where you, like, yeah. it was in the morning. Right. And, I'm like, it has to be yeah. some type of food or beverage or something. So, yeah, that that's what I had to look up. Um, how about let's talk about the, the characters now. First, who's I, your favorite so far? Elizabeth. I think yeah? it's I think it's Elizabeth because... At first, I was like, I'm kind of, I have my suspicions. Like, yeah, she seems kind of maybe like bossy. But I, so here are some cool things that I like about her that I was like, okay, she's cool. First, well, she started this question. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Two, she goes back to visit her friend Penny. Yeah. nursing home. Like, she didn't just the, forget She keeps her. her up to date. Yeah. Keeps and, she date. Even, and it even says in there, when she goes you know, she's talking about doing this life case. She goes to visit Penny and her husband and she's like, like, Hey friend, like I'm going to keep you up to date on everything. We're going to solve this and I'm going to let you know all the details. I thought that was really cool. Like there's loyalty there. I like that. Yeah. I really like that. Uh, and two, I really like how she got Joyce's daughter involved. Yeah. Cause you know, that made Joyce's day. And so she, it did. And, and Joyce even recognized like this girl, she didn't have to go to my daughter. Like anyone else yeah. could have done that. And Elizabeth and Elizabeth is like, no, like I went because because I, we I needed want, her I help. Want someone yeah. who I can trust, and other people might not even tell me that. So she's very. I like that. She. It almost seems like sometimes she's so like into herself, or it, she's just a center of attention. Right. But she's paying attention. She's paying attention and to she's everything. Aware. Yeah. And she makes everyone feel like they are needed. And we need your yes. help. Like, Ron and Ibrahim, like, I need you guys to do this. And they're like, yes. And the fact that they're so willing to do this for her. Yeah. I'm like, she's cool. For I sure. I like her so far. I like her, her, too. Yeah, from what I can gather there. My favorite right now is Joyce. I just think she's so cute. Yeah. Like, oh, man. Like, yeah. and how how yeah. they paint her character. She's always there to get things done, right? She's like they actually they they say she's the one that gets things done. How she she's always the she feels like she's kind of the outcast of Cooper's Chase because it's a very fancy village, and it was her daughter who bought her unit there, yeah. and so she's not used to being around so many All these people, fancy people. Yeah, she um, even and says so in the big like somewhere in there. If this was if we weren't in all like retirement age, we wouldn't we wouldn't be friends. Be friends yeah. 
And so and so I like it. She's always trying to help. Right. She's setting she sets up the chairs for that yeah. for that discussion with the with the vetman or Ian. Um, because she's always trying to to help. And and she just has some of my favorite quotes, uh, which we'll get to in, in yeah. a second. But yeah, we without wanting to like I started like writing some of my yeah more memorable or quotes like I moments. Liked. Yeah. And so I told her, like, I have these quotes. She's like, oh, I started writing some, too. We haven't shared them with each other, though. So, uh, so we'll get there yeah. in a second. Um, so we have Ian, which... Oh, so let's just finish the, the Murder Club people. Yeah, Ian. So... No, 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 I, no I not Ian. I him, him yes. and Ron. And Ron. I like... I mean, they're cool. Yeah. They're, uh, Ron's definitely your, like, more social, yeah. outspoken. He's just very outgoing. And he, Yeah, and I like that he... he and, and he'll like he likes he to was, have his son around, you know, like yeah. And when he was like talking to Joyce, like you know, the quiet one, like he can right. talk to anyone. But yes, and he's not afraid to. This is a good group of say, friends. Yeah, it's it's a very good mix. And I then I feel it's a little more quiet, but but very smart. I, but smart. Yeah, yeah, you can tell he's he's the smarty. Well, pants. well they go to him for like some for of everything. Those hard questions, yeah, and he's you could see he was very good at what he did. Oh yes, I well yeah, he was he's very a, good psychiatrist yeah. that even. Even though he's retired, he still has some of his old patients go up and visit him there. Yes, um, from far. Which you can tell yeah. that means he he made an impact in these people's lives. So and yeah, he'll he's, still, he's good at his job. Like he'll still look at like old clients' files, right? To see like where did I go wrong? Where where did it go wrong? Yeah, you know, because he talks about because it's a psychiatrist, them, so yeah. some of them have have committed suicide, yeah. and he thinks about them a lot. Yeah, which is, you tell he's like a good guy. He's someone that really cares. Yeah. So that's the Thursday Murder Club. So we have yes. a good we have a good club here. And then Penny. Oh yes, who's Penny. In the... Oh man, Penny and her husband are yeah. just the cutest. Yeah. So there's a part in the book where where Elizabeth's explaining kind of like what she sees in the room and she's she's saying how her her husband is always there. Um her husband lives at Cooper's Chase, but they live at the, he he lives in the in the main units, not yes. at the nursing home. But every day he gets up early, goes to the yeah. nursing home stays with her the whole day um, and then goes to sleep. So basically he's there with her all all yeah. day, every day. And uh, Elizabeth says he doesn't talk to her at all when When I'm Elizabeth's there. there, yeah. And he's just like pretending, oh, I just come to read. But she's like, I look at the book and he hasn't... It's the same book and he's on the same page. Yeah, like yeah. he has, he's not reading. And then I, when I walk in, I can tell like, you know Penny's hand, like he was holding her hand. Yeah. So yeah. So yes. And so in the book, it explains how he's kind of always there, always holding her hand, yeah. and and talks to her when they're alone. Yes. Um. So I just thought that was so cute. He talk. He probably talks to her all day. Yeah, all day. I'm sure. And then when the visitors come, like he'll just kind of give them their yeah. time to talk yeah. to her. Um. So yeah, I really yeah. like that. I'm like, and I think did they say like Penny? They don't know if she's actually listening. Yes, the nurses say that she can't hear anything, um, but Elizabeth doesn't believe that. Yeah, she's like, she's no, like, no yeah. I, I and, think she and, does. And neither does the husband. That's why yeah, we're all talking. Which is yeah. why they're why they always talk to her. So yeah, those so that, those are the co- yeah, yeah those are the characters. So what are you, let's talk about the the quote. What were your what were like your favorite? Oh, do we want to talk about Ian though? Oh no! Yes, okay, let's talk about so Ian. On Instagram, on the stories, I posted. <clears throat> what are your thoughts about Ian? And it's like a puking emoji. Oh my gosh! I dislike this man so There's a much. Whole, let me go back because I marked it in my book. 
there is a whole page that just lays out the kind of guy. The he kind is. of guy. Oh man! And he... the more you keep reading, the more you're just like. I do not like Are this gonna, guy. Is he the one that's going to get killed? I kind of wanted... Kidding. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, I put here Ian equals... Jerk. jerk. I to, did, too, in to, my notes. To keep it nice. I was like, what a jerk. To um, keep it right. nice. Right, but... Should I read some of the things that, that they say about him? Yes. What did okay. you What did you mark so down? So, ba- basically... So, he's telling everyone, like, you know, we're going to expand. But he's already thinking ahead. Like, I'm going to expand even more. There's this hill... That's not my property, though. It belongs to some guy who doesn't want to sell. But he's like, don't worry. He has a daughter. Like a 50-year-old daughter. Yes. And oh, I, I'm going to get part. to her. You know, I'm going to mm-hmm. convince her to sell. And, you know, dads and daughters. She's going to get her dad to sell. She'll convince and him. And so here's some of the things he says about her. This is... The, the daughter is a Karen. She says... She's wearing makeup, but in a subtle understated way that I honestly can't see the point of. He wonders exactly when Karen had given up on life and started wearing long baggy sweaters and trainers. And she goes on and he says she must be 50. Same age as him. Different for women though. Ian is on all these dating apps. He sets a strict upper age limit of 25. And then he says women over 25 don't seem to get that. What happens to them he wonders. He tries to imagine why someone would choose to date Karen, but draws a blank. Conversation? That runs out soon enough, doesn't it? She'll be rich soon, of course, when Ian buys mm-hmm. the land. That will help her. And then it says, if that meant having to flirt with a 50-year-old for a couple of weeks, then so be it. Yes. And he's like, on dates, he shows him pic- he shows this girl's pictures of his pool. And, you know, Karen just politely nodded. No wonder she was single. You know, like, all these things. And then it goes on to say that he's married. And yeah, and then at the very end, I was going to go there. As he shakes Karen's hand, Ian thinks that using a bit of hand cream every now and then again, would (laughs) every now and again, wouldn't kill her. 50. He wouldn't wish it on anyone. The thought briefly occurs to Ian that the only woman over 25 he spends any time with at all is his wife. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy. Yeah, so this was the part where I was like, yeah, I I, I don't like, I hate this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so anyone oh. who thinks that a woman over 50 has nothing to offer besides money, if they're rich, is just like, what, t- like, who are you? Like, yeah. what even? Oh, I just dislike that so much. Also, the fact that he's married and he's in a, he's on a dating app and not just that, but sets the age limit to 25. Yeah. I'm like, what a creep. Who are you? Like, like, what a loser. It reminded me of how Leonardo DiCaprio, like, hasn't dated anyone over 25. And he's, like, in his 50s now. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, ugh, gross. It's, like, why are... No. Like, grow up. Yeah. I mean, just... And, that, and that's his mentality with everyone. It says... He says it. Kill or be killed. Yes. And he's going to go and over he's a- anyone... Cheap guy wants yeah. to get the land cheap. Wants to build cheap. Uh, I mean, this is why he he's, fired he's this there, guy because yeah, he was to make money didn't want to pay care him. Who he has to walk yeah. over and 
And he thinks, and these are all, all these, you know, Ian, uh, Tony, and Bogdan, they're kind of shady guys. They've had, they've had a past with. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. Tony, when they talk about, oh, this guy, Tony Curran is dead. They say, well, you know, in his younger years, he got involved in some stuff. And the biggest one, the last basically big thing was that he shot someone. Yes. And killed him. And got away with it. got away with it. Yeah. And so they were like, so, that was his waking up, that was his wake up call. And that's why he went into like the construction He went legit, and all that. yeah. And, and he, it does mention when, when um, Ian fired him that he looked at his house and he's like, I never thought I would own a house like this out of hard work. You know, because he Correct. was involved He in, like, always drug, thought it was going to be drug the drug business, business yeah. that got him all the money. Um, so yeah, they were all shady, which is why it wasn't a surprise that he got killed or why Ian thought, man, he's going to kill me if I fire him. So it has to be public. That's why it's none of it is like out of like, okay, why would he get killed because he fired someone? No, these group of men were all kind of intertwined in, in, uh, crimin like crimes, criminal things, criminal behavior. Yeah. Cause I mean, or or around that. You would never say that like, I'm going to fire him or you're going to get killed. Right. Like, and mean it. You know? Or if you got fired, be like, I'm going to kill him for fire. Yes. So they yeah. already had, they have a, a past in that. So another one of my favorite moments is actually when Elizabeth and Joyce are talking to Defreitas. And you know how Elizabeth reads uh, Defreitas like yeah. really well. Um, and then Elizabeth kind of at the end was like, you basically like concedes like, yeah, you kind of read me really well, but you missed something. And she's like, Joyce, what did she miss? Um, oh, because... When Elizabeth is telling her uh, Defreitas, you know, like what she's all about, she says, and I'm sure that young man that was going to take oh, my statement yes. asked yeah. you out. And then so then afterwards, yeah, you said no, because so it's been yeah. awkward ever since. So then Defreitas was like, OK, that's all true, but you missed something. And she's like, Joyce, what did she miss? And Joyce was like, oh, that young man is gay. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so and so Defreitas was kind of like, like, I imagine her kind of with a smirk, like, yeah, like. Like you miss something. Like, yeah. You're good, but you've missed yeah. it. So you're not that and, good. And she knows how Joyce didn't say a single thing. And, it was right. Elizabeth. But so but Joyce caught Joyce. it. Yeah. Like, she she knows, Joyce. like, you're smart too. Yeah. Like, let me so give I you like some that credit. Part. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. But so my favorite, like, line. Oh, so, we my... ta- so we're talking about some good lines here? Yeah. So my favorite line. Well, I don't have the exact lines. Maybe you have it, but. When Joyce, there's a there's a scene where they're eating, uh-huh. and Joyce is trying to get some peas, and she says, oh, yes. <laughs> she says they should invent flat peas. Yeah, I I, don't... I loved this part. Yeah. This is why I love Joyce because she's so funny and witty. Um, so that was my favorite. What did that was? What's yours? I didn't mark. I know. I I remember that. I was like, should I mark this? But I I definitely. Oh, right here. Uh, it was, Ibrahim says, I like Joyce, I suppose. I think we all like Joyce. Ron and Elizabeth nod their agreement again. Thank you, I'm sure, says Joyce, chasing peas around her plate. Don't you think someone should invent flat peas? Like, she's just kind of, she's not in her own world necessarily, but like, she like, doesn't take calm. she doesn't take situations too seriously, yeah. right? Like she knows even the Thursday murder club. She's right. like, yeah, they'll come get me when they need me, and I'll be there to help if they fun. need me. She's just living but her she's life. Had Elizabeth, who's like right full on, she's just living yeah. her life, and yeah, 
she it's funny because at the end of that conversation too she's like when when you say this this lot they're friends they just don't know it yet like yeah. like she knows no we are friends guys come on yeah, yeah like we're all that. friends yeah. here um so yeah that was that was my favorite like line yeah um there's a line that she says as well that I marked as one that I liked it's more of like your that was deep <laughs> uh, <laughs> it says in life you have to learn to count the good days you have to tuck mm. them in your pocket and carry them around with you so I'm putting today in my pocket and I'm off to bed. And that was the day she saw her daughter with Elizabeth. Yeah. So like that's that's when I was like, that was cool of Elizabeth to do that because it meant so much to Joyce that she's like putting it in her pocket. Like yeah. I have to remember this day. And I just thought like, we all need to do that. Like there's so many. Take the good days. We remember all the bad days. Like, yeah. gosh, today and we, but let's, if we had a good day or even some like a little moment yeah. that we really like take it with you take yeah. it with you and remember it more often <clears throat> so you remember mm-hmm. yeah well that back you know it was something simple like i saw my daughter and i just had this really good feeling and and so that's what she yeah. like that's what she mentioned that was one thing did you have any more i had two more <laughs> no I mean, there was a, there's a lot of moments where I'm like, the, oh, well, yeah, there's a lot of moments where I was like, these, all these people are so funny um, because they just say what they're thinking, right? It's not like, yeah. and it's because they're older, like they yeah. don't care anymore. And Whereas almost, like us, we're like, we always like, I probably shouldn't say yeah, that. Is it right? And then but that's but the they just that, say that it. People say like after a certain age, it's like you kind of have a free pass. Yeah. Almost, like, like you get to say what you want. Yeah. Um, and so I just think it's really funny because they, they all just, they yeah. say what they're thinking. Okay. So one of the other things, this quote is like more like the cheesy, but I liked it <laughs> because again, it's coming from them. It's, uh, I think it was when the, a Joyce part or something. It said, Oh, it was when they were getting in the bus, her and Elizabeth, mm. the sun is up, the skies are blue and murder is in the air. Oh, oh, that reminds my Yeah, that was a good one. But also the part, um, it's not really a quote, but just the scene where, <laughs> where Joyce was like, um, I, you know, I went to the restroom before we got on the bus. <laughs> yeah. And then Cause it's a long trip. Cause it's a long trip. And then on the way back, she's like, she's in the bus and she's like, oh, I, she's like, I'm good. I went to the restroom right before we we got yeah. in the bus. She's like, and don't worry, I went to the restroom too. Like, yes, you know, I don't have these magical powers. I, it's just, yeah, yeah. yeah we're just like, yeah. I don't have these mag- magical powers. Or like, yeah. we're, they can hold it in anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. Like, it's it's like cute. Like, you yeah. know, like yeah. this is their life. <laughs> the last one. It wasn't so much like it was a good quote, but it was like, oh man, it was a part where uh, Tony Curran left Cooper's chase at 2 p.m. and he died at 3.32 p.m. according to his Fitbit. <laughs> I just thought like, oh my gosh. <laughs> like Because it tracks yes, your heart? Yeah. It's like, oh, this just, is the exact moment. Yeah, I just thought that was kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, technology. <laughs> they got the the time down to the minute. Yeah. 3.32 p.m. It was a short time frame from when he left Cooper's chase to when he died. Thank you, technology. That made that very easily. Made time of death. Yeah. Really easy. They didn't even have to test anything. Yeah. Um, those were some, like, memorable... Yeah. So, for me, those were, like, the memorable moments. Yeah. I think we talked about... There were some things I liked 
but we talked about it. How they how they got the Fritas in. Yeah. Like that was so cool. These are some smart people. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. So there was um also a couple questions I asked on Instagram, and so we'll talk about them. The questions. Uh, we talked about what your favorite character was, right? You said Joyce. Joyce and I for said me. Elizabeth. Yeah, they're both really good. Yeah. Um, okay. I asked, were you engaged from engaged in the book from the start? Yes. And I think it's because of the characters. Like, they drew me in. Yeah. Their personalities. The fact that, like I said earlier, they say what they think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. To me, it, it's not like a quick yes. I, my options were yes, or it's taking, or it took a while. I feel like I'm in in the middle, but at the same... Like, I'm definitely engaged, but I'm not... I wasn't to the point of, like, I can't stop reading. Like, like you know, sometimes I'm like, I have to read ahead. I, I wasn't mm-hmm. like that. I don't know if oh, it's okay. because of my whole, like, it's in my head, like, I'm sticking to the I'm schedule. St- I can't read ahead, yeah. But I think it's also, when you had mentioned the characters, it's very fitting to our main characters. And when we had said, we're not used to these older Yeah, I think that's why I got engaged in it so quickly, because it was And I think that's why, like, it kind of, the pace almost goes with that. Like, when it's, if it was a younger girl, I feel like the pace would be much quicker. But it's kind of like This is, this is retirement village pace. it's retirement slow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so when I thought about that, I'm like, this is definitely slower paced. I don't think it's like, boom, 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 you know, all yeah. this action. I think what... And what, I think it's very fitting to the characters. Yeah, for sure. And I it's think different. also why it engaged me so quickly, it's because it's based in the UK. And a lot of the dialogue and a lot of how the, the author's narrating is very witty. Oh, yeah. And something I noted down, I was like, do people really talk like this in real life? Like, you know, are there, are people really this witty in real life? Like, so I think it was something why that that's why it engaged me so quickly. It's because it's like there are some people. like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I'm sure there is. But I just I don't think I've ever had a conversation with someone. So like Elizabeth and Joyce, where they just, you know, they just come up with the yeah. with the darnest things. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, I'm sure there are. But I think that's why also it's kind of like um, seeing their their personalities and they're very British. I've never conversed with a British person, but I'm like, this is how I imagined them to be, like very proper. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's why I engaged me because I was like, it's it's new. Okay. My last question is, who killed Tony Curran? I know we don't know a lot. Right. From what from thoughts? what I know so far, or we both we know mm-hmm. the same things. <laughs> I know more. No. Um, my first thought went to Ian. Um, yeah. yeah. Just because it was like the obvious one, right? Like, because that's the only other person we've met so far. Well, there's also like Jason, yeah, uh, Ron's son. Um, but I, I went with, with Ian. Um, I don't think it's him, mm-hmm. but I don't really have a concrete any, idea of who it is right anybody, now. You don't yeah. have any other? No. Okay. To me, Ian wasn't the obvious choice. 
to me, it was like, he didn't do it. I almost feel like he's too stupid. Right. And he, oh, or he doesn't yes. Have and also, he's not the type that would get his hands dirty. Yeah. If he's anything, like, he asked someone to do it. Yeah. He's like, no, he would send someone because yes. he's that type of guy. Yeah. Okay. I thought, but I feel like it's too obvious that I don't want to say him. Jason. Jason? Ritchie. That was my second thought. I mean, the whole fact, like, he was in the things. picture. So, so here's some things. So before, when his dad's like, oh, take a look at these guys over here. That's Ian, our developer, and that's his worker, Tony. Tony. Have you ever seen him in town? And he's like, oh, yeah, a couple times. He says this to him. And then when he's like, hey, come stay with us. He's like, no, I have to go, you know, run an errand. By the way, have there been any reporters around here? And his dad's like, what's that about? And he's like, you know. I completely forgot about that. Like, people always want to know about me or whatever. Or speculate things. So have there been any reporters? And he's like, no. And, yeah, so he says no. And so I just thought that was weird. So he kind of leaves. I mean, I don't know what time he left, but maybe he was there. He saw him. Well, he he left left. right away after after Ian was... um... With the talk whole, to the, the residents. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. And then he's on, he's in the picture. And so I just thought that was weird. It said these, and these also, people look like they were friends. They were drinking. They had a lot of money. and But he just told his dad, I think I've seen him a couple times. Yeah. No, you knew this guy. You yeah. were in a picture with him. For me, why, why I think it, it's still... I don't... But I feel like that's too obvious. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think... Tony, um, no, sorry, Ian and Jason are like the obvious choices, right? Yeah. Um, the reason why I went with with uh, Ian first mm-hmm. too is because uh, Detective Chris also mentions like the picture is also kind of like too on the nose. Like they wanted, they left it as like a red herring. Like mm-hmm. I want you to think it's one of these guys or in do the they pictures, frame or Jason. frame someone. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, so I w- so or then kind of lose a uh, and another focus. and then yeah. another thing that Detective Chris mentions is like, did someone want to get to him before they, before Tony got to the killer right like like did, um Ian want to kill him before Tony got a chance to kill Ian, you know what I'm saying? Well but, yeah, like get sure. to him before yeah. he get yeah like I'm gonna kill him before he kills me yeah um so that's also kind of why I think these both are are too obvious though. Um, yeah, because I kind of feel like Ian wouldn't be like, hey, I won my plan of putting him in public. Like, you know, like yeah. that type of guy, he's not done. And oh, no. he even said, I'm going to th- let Ian think that I'm not, he's like, I'm not going to do anything tonight. Yeah. in case anyone saw us like bickering. Bigger. Right. You know, but he's like, I'm going to let him think he won yeah. this one. But then it was too late. It was. I mean. Anybody else? Right now, I mean, oh, uh, detective, this is why he's a detective. Detective Chris did, you know, he was like, we've got the three guys in the pictures, but we also have the, the guy fourth who guy took who the took picture. the picture. Yeah. And I was like, I didn't think of that. Yep. Good detective work. <laughs> um. So there's also the fourth guy that took the picture. Okay. I don't uh, think it's him, but I'm going to throw it out there. Father Mackey. I did want to come back to Father Mackey because we didn't really talk about this. He went over so to the, the, Ian's house. Well, the first time 
he when they were when Ian was telling the residents like, "Hey, I'm gonna expand, and this is what we're gonna do." Father Mackey goes, and it, it's a very short paragraph, but they, I mean, they mention it. It says he slipped to the back of the lounge, um, and he was very nervous. He says, and it's because of this whole uh, cemetery thing. Yes. Um, and it says, um, Father Mackey is aware that he is nervous. He adjust, um, he adjusts his dog collar, runs a hand through his shock of snowy white hair, and dips into his pocket for a short bread finger. If someone doesn't ask about the cemetery, perhaps he should. Just be brave. Remember, he has a job to do. How peculiar to be in this room. He shivers. Probably just the cold. Okay. Weird. Why is it peculiar? Why is he shivering to be in that room? Why? I mean, I get like yeah. he's a priest and he doesn't want to disturb, you know, the the resting souls or whatever. Yes. But is he trying? Why? Is he oh. trying to hide something? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read it like that. Maybe. Yeah, I just thought you know? it was because right because he's yeah, a priest. Maybe then. he's just like shy or whatever. Um. But yeah. But then later he goes over to to Ian's house. Yeah. To try to convince him not to dig up the graves mm-hmm. um, because these are nuns and that is a holy place. And he has, you know, spiritually, he thinks that that doing this would condemn them, yeah. condemn the Cooper, you know, the the oh, developers. Yes. And also yeah. because the priest, because he's a priest and he has kind of like he oversees this area. He also feels like that would affect him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ian's like. Nah, man. Like we're going to, we're going to do it. Hey, here's the guy the again that Ian is. Yeah, he's like, he says, there were three possible people oh, that could yeah. dig, dig up, this up. Yes. Like, who could dig up the graves. <laughs> First, it was like an anthropology museum or something that you would know, those do. People who would do this by the book, by the book with, with the most respect. respect. Yes. You know, that's my first option. That was my option. Then I had. Um, was it a college or it, it was a it was a company that that oh yeah a cemetery specialist yeah um they included pictures of solemn men and women in dark blue overalls digging out the graves by hand you so, know? so again, again another a company yes. that dedicates themselves to this and then the last was from a company set up two months ago by Ian himself with a funeral director and Sue. From Ian's village, who rented out diggers, that final pitch was extremely competitive, and had won the business. Of course, he went. Of with course, them. of course, he created a company. Yeah, the first one was Kent Forensic Anthropology Department, who would certainly do the job with the greatest care and respect. So he had all these options, and he's going to choose like he's going to do it himself. Yes, with the help of uh, of yeah. some woman that's just going to rent some diggers, mm-hmm. and they're just going to dig it up. Yeah. Uh, what a sleaze. Yeah. And so Father, Father Mackey's there. He's like, please. And Ian's like, I see what you're saying. Like, I'm letting you vent here. But this is a done deal. Do sorry, not sorry. He says, I'm allowed to move the cemetery. And I'm going to move the cemetery. And then he if says. If that makes me whatever I am, then so be it. Bones don't mind where they are. Yeah. And then he says, um, he's like, I have so many other problems that this priest is the bottom of my list of problems. Yeah, and he mentions, like, you know, yeah. like, 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 different things. Yeah, the, the EU making sure that he's doing it by the book 
and he mentions how he's like, I don't even know why we have to go through them since we I voted for Brexit and it passed. Yes, like, why are yeah, we still going yeah. to the EU? And so here's another reason why Father Mackey is a little suspicious to me. He says, if I can't change your mind, then I will make this as difficult as I possibly can for you. I need you to know that, says Father Mackey. And that's when he says, look, dude, you're the least of my problems. And yeah, he mentions yeah. all these things. And then, the, and then Father Mackey tries to uh, tries to get Bogdan, the the new lead constructor, on, on his side. Yeah, try to get yeah. him on the side because he noticed that he's Polish and he's uh, so he's a, a he's Catholic. Yeah. He has a cross, so he's Catholic. And he tried to, you know, aren't he asked Bogdan, aren't you afraid yeah, about he this? Says, and what do you think, my son, about moving the Garden of Eternal Rest? You don't think we're disturbing souls? You don't think there will be penance for this? And he says, Father, I think God watches over everything and judges everything. But I think bones is bones. So there you go. Bones is bones. Bones is bones. They're moving the They're going to dig up that cemetery. Yeah. They're going to dig up the nuns. So nuns. I, I want to say Jason, but I feel like that's too obvious. Mm-hmm. It's not Jason. I, I hadn't even thought of Father Mackey because, you know, he's a... Father Mackey, I mean... He's I a man like, of the cloth. He's a... Well, know. when I asked that question, I'm like... Who could I mean, Jason. That's like the only one. But I was like, it's too obvious. It's not Ian. Like you said, if anything, he hired someone. But then I'm like, let me take out my detective skills. Yeah. And let me read through, you know. And that last part that when I was finishing reading that what Father Mackey said, I'm like, oh, he's going to make it hard. Do you think we've already met the killer? And then I went back and read the other thing. About, yeah. Like, I hadn't picked up the first time Mackie went to the meeting they had. I hadn't picked up on how nervous he was. Like I, So I read that again. I'm like, oh, my God, he was nervous. Mm-hmm. He was cold. And then I'm like, is he guilty of something? Is he trying to hide something? Did he hire something? You know, like, yeah. I don't know. But I don't know if he, if he you know... Would go, why but, Tony? Yes. Why not Ian? You know, why would he kill Tony? Maybe he didn't know that he had been fired already. So he still thought he was the oh, the maybe. main guy that was going to that was gonna lead the construction. Yeah. And that way it would scare Ian to, to not doing it. Um, but, but anyways, do, do you think we've met the killer then? I don't think we have. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, if it's I not think for it's those too two, early. Like, I, don't, I, don't I don't think we've, who... we've met him yet. Or or her, uh, we know we don't know. Yeah, maybe maybe, maybe it's yeah. Joyce. <laughs> That's good beginning it. though. Yeah, yeah. I think we like we're ready. Like obviously, like moving forward, like what we read, I'm gonna be like obviously looking for hints, and I wonder if there are more characters or if this is it. Well, obviously, if this is it, then we've met our killer. Yeah. Or I was thinking, what if they don't solve it? Like you know, like what if it's, it's... like not even a real. No, yeah, we real. don't know where the story is going. Who knows? It is real because they have real people. Like the detective is coming to talk to yeah. them, and it's good. I'm I'm excited for next week's reading. <clears throat> yep, me too. Um, I think that pretty much sums it up. If you guys on Instagram want to message me, or message us, and or comment on anything that you want us to talk about, let us know. Next week's reading will be. Chapters 24 to 53, uh, pages 86 through 166, and that's part one. That would conclude part one. Yes, of the book. And just as a heads up, 
next week's podcast will probably be late because I'll be gone all week. Yeah. So it, it'll be maybe a day or two late, possibly. Yes. Um. But yeah, if you know, if you're reading, join the conversation on Instagram so we can share some of your thoughts. Um, I know that I know. Yeah, and like, if, I if asked we missed something, because we're recording a little earlier. Yeah, if we missed something, you know, let us yeah, know. Yeah, if you caught something missed. that we yeah. didn't, or you think I'm sure there is something we missed. Are, yeah. Yeah, this is what's cool. It's like what you caught, like I didn't, and, yeah. and so on. So. Or maybe what we said is probably nothing. You know? I know. We're just trying to maybe someone's already read ahead and they're like, you yeah. guys, but if, you girls are, don't know. Yeah. But if you read ahead, don't, don't speak of it. Yes. Yeah. No spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. Thank you for joining me, Myra Segura and my sister. Karina Margosa. On the Spotlight Book Club. Remember to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Spotlight Book Club. We'll see you next week.